0: We are in Perak Aleph in Yavamas, Mishnah Gim. Says the Mishnah um, On top of these fifteen Arayas that we saw in the first Mishnah there are six other forbidden relationships which are more stringent, more chamur. We see because they are able to marry other people. Mutaros. So since they're married to somebody who is not a brother, so therefore, the co-wives are permissible to that brother. What are those six relationships? Imo, v'eshes aviv, v'achos aviv, achoso me'aviv, v'eshes ache aviv, v'eshes achiv me'aviv. His mother, the wife of his father, the um, sister of his father, and his sister from his father, his paternal sister... And V'eshes Ache aviv is the wife of his uncle, of his brother's, his father's brother. Vashis achiv me'aviv is the wife of his paternal brother. Um, all of those women um, will be more strict. What's the stringency over here? There's two ways to explain it. Um, one is explained in the Bar Tanura that they can't, marry, they can't marry the brother. Since all of these are paternal relationships, in a Yibum relationship between Shimon and R- Ruvain, they have to be paternal brothers. Therefore, just like any of these six women will be forbidden to Ruvain, she'll also be forbidden to Shimon. So that itself is the Chumrah. she never be able to marry the brother. Um, the Rambam explains it slightly differently, that um, even if they did so, meaning even if Shimon did marry one of these women who was asr to him, if he did that, he did it by Iser, and the Kedushin is not Tophsin. There is, the Kedushin, the marriage, is not a good marriage. Anytime a person marries a woman who is an Iser Kares to him, um, has a, is forbidden to him at the level of being Aser with the punishment of Kares, so that Kedushin is not good. It doesn't take effect. Therefore, when the brother Shimon, let's say, who married this woman be Iser, um, he dies, so the other wife, the co-wife, will, yes, be able to do yibum or chalitza because she will actually halachically not be seen as having been a co-wife at all since the first marriage didn't take effect at all. Um, Interestingly, that when these women go and marry somebody, um, the basic shot in the Mishnah is when these women go and they marry somebody else, what's called the nochri, somebody outside the family altogether. So we have a guy, Ruvain, and his mother his mother goes and marries some, some other guy named Frank. Now, if Frank is married not only to Ruvain's mother, but he's also married to another woman, we'll call her Leah. So when Frank dies, Ruvain can completely marry Leah. There's no problem that Leah happened to have been a co-wife with his mother. The Chiddush that we saw was only a Chiddush in the context of Yibum, That since the Zika is something which is um, related to the entire house. Once that Zika is a problem, it's a problem. and says there is no, there is no relationship of Yibum over here. When a when 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 a woman who is one of the Um Aser women, one of these fifteen Aser women from the first Mishnah, goes and marries Ruvein's brother Shimon, so she is and herself has her own identity of being Aser as an Eshes Ach, as the wife of his sister the only way, sorry, the wife of his brother, the only way to matir that woman is through yibum. When her co-wife happens to not be able to do yibum because she's one of these 15 women, so therefore there's no yibum for the whole household. And therefore she is stuck in her state of being ach. But when um, this relationship, let's say Ruvain's mother, goes and marries Frank, so the co-wife has no inherent problem of any isser of herself that she has to mater of if, if Frank dies and she wants to go then marry Ruvain. And just the very fact that she was a co-wife with um, Ruvain's mother is meaningless. Um, Mishnah Dalad says the Mishnah, All of this halacha that we've learned in the first that by the tzara um, is a dispute between Bais and Bais Hillel. So everything we've learned until now is all based hello Beis Shammai only says that the actual heir of a woman is forbidden to do Yibum, but the co-wife is permissible to do Yibum. So again, if we have Shimon and Ruvain, and Shimon is married to Ruvain's daughter, Rachel, and he's also married to another woman named Leah. So, and then Shimon dies without any children, and we have a Yibum situation. According to... According to... Um, According to Beis Hillel, the is as we learn, both of those women are usher to Ruvain, they're like an eshes ach, and um, they are never allowed to marry Ruvain. They can't do yibum, the whole thing is pushed off. They don't do yibum, they don't do chalitza. By Beis Shammai, only the woman Rachel, who was the daughter of Ruvain, is out, and she doesn't have a mitzvah of yibum or chalitza, but her co-wife does. He doesn't darshan the Pasek of Litzror that we saw. He only darshan the Pasek, the part of the Pasek, the drosha of Aleha, but not of Litzror. um Chalzu. So what happens if there was a Chalitza from this woman? If there was a Chalitza? post Shamai Minakuhuno Hilal So this woman who um, we're calling Leah, who was the co-wife of Ruvain's daughter, after Shimon dies, so if she did Chalitza... Beishamai is going to pass her from the kohuna, and Beishilol will be machsher to the Kuna. A little bit of background: There are two ways to become aser, for a woman to become asr to marry a kohen. One way is divorce. If that woman is a divorcee or a chalutza, um, a chalutza is seen as similar to a divorcee. A chalutza is a woman who um, was married, her husband died, and she got chalitza from the brother. Um, that's considered akin to divorce, and she'll also be asr to marry to be to marry a kohen. Um, a someone who's just a widow is um, okay to marry a coin. She is muta to marry a kohen. Um, the second way that a woman can become osser to marry a kohen is if she has relations with someone who is asr to her. That is what the Torah refers to when it says a zonah. Um, a kohen is not to, allowed to marry this woman called a zonah, and that's a woman, again, who has relations with anyone who is asser for her to have relations with. We need that as background to understand this Mishnah. So the first case is what if this woman did chalitza? Again, we're talking about the co-wife of Leah, who is the co-wife of Rachel, who is the daughter of Ruvain, who is the brother of Shimon, and Shimon dies and leaves these two wives. So if Leah did chalitza, according to Be'i Shammai, that's a good chalitza. She was chayiv in a mitzvah, she had a zikah, she's chayiv in a mitzvah, of or chalitza, or yibum. So according to Be'i Shammai, she's pasul min she is not allowed to marry a Kohen. She's a Chalutza. Beis Hillel b'machshir, because according to Beis Hillel, she um, didn't do anything. She was exempt. So if she's exempt, it's like any woman comes along and does a ceremony of Chalitza. So um, most she can do is win an Academy Award. Nisyav mu beisham What if they did yibum? Um, and now we're talking about, um, again, the co-wife, Leah so Beis will we machsher her to the kahuna over there that was perfectly kosher according to Beis who doesn't darsh in the pasuk of Litzvah co-wives of Arias are mutter they're chayev in yibum or chalitza they have a zika so she did yibum so yashu koach she did a mitzvah so she's still kosher to the kahuna because um, she didn't have she didn't find any way to postle herself well Beis Hillel postling according to Beis Hillo. so she had relations with someone who was also to her according to Beis Hillo. The is like we learned in the first Mishnah, that co-wives are exempt from chalitza and from yibum. Therefore, she retains her status of being an eshesach, it's an Iser kares. kares to um, have relations with your brother's wife. So even after the brother's gone from the world, as long as it's not in the context of yibum. Over here, there's no context of yibum. So since there's no context of yibum, she just had relations with someone who was also to her, Beitz Hillel will therefore puzzle her to ever marry a kohen. Co- Says the Mishnah, Afalpi Even though it's the case that Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai disagreed over here, and one community ushered, and one community matered, elu postlin One community would puzzle the woman, one community would machshir the woman. They had a disagreement about this halacha. Lo nimnu Beis Shammai melisa nashi Beis Shamai did not refrain from marrying women from um, the camp of Beis Hillel, below Beis Hillel and the Beis Shamai. They didn't um, refrain from marrying each other's um, daughters and women who were from their different communities. Um, This would be a big problem because according to um, Beis Hillel, any woman who did this type of a yibum which base Shamai matir according to base Hillel? So the the whoever was born from that relationship is a mamzer, because a mamzer is anyone who's born of a relationship with an iser kares involved in it. And there is here according to base Hillel an iser kares involved because there was no Yibom, there was no chalitza, there were potter because she was a tsara co-wife of an erva, and therefore she remains her status of eshes ach. Es, eshes ach is an iser kares. So therefore, she um, the ch- the children which come out from that union, according to base Shammai, they're they, they're they're perfectly good Jews. No, there's no there's no momzer, there's no going on. They're allowed to marry whoever they want. According to base according to base um, according to base Hillel, they're momzerim. They can't marry whoever they want. They have all of the surim of a mamzer. Um but still they would marry each other's women from each other's communities. Um, the Gemara explains that what this means, the Rashi, the Bartonora, explain that what this means is not that they would marry those women, but rather they trusted each other's communities to tell them which women were born of such a relationship. The women in Beis Shammai, for example, who were born in such a relationship were kosher to marry inside the Beis Shammai community because according to them, they weren't mamzerim. But according to Beis Hillel, they were aser. It doesn't mean those women would go and Beis Hillel people would go and marry those women. No, chas v'shalom, those women for them were mamzeros. But it means that they trusted Beis Shammai to tell them which women those were and respect the fact that they poskened differently. V'lo Beis Hillel, kol v'hatumos, shayu eilu ve'ilu matmein. Similarly, they have disagreements about kelim, about vessels, which ones are tame and which ones are tahor, which ones are impure and which ones are pure. Um, Even though they had disagreements about that, lo nimnu osin taharos elu agabe Eilu, still they would not refrain from borrowing or lending each other's vessels to each other, to the different communities. And again, not to say that either community would use what they consider to be a tame vessel, but rather they would um, have full confidence to rely on the other community to tell them which of the vessels would be impure according to their own halacha and respect the fact that um, each community poskened on a given issue differently. Uh, That is the end of the first paragraph.